Welcome to the Hashtag Hope Wall Podcast with your host, Destiny Davies, proudly brought to you by The Solitude Project, bringing you conversations behind closed doors where others share their stories of love, hope, and inspiration, including the tools they have used to overcome adversities in this journey called life. To the world, you may be one person, but to one person, you may be the world. Hey guys, it's Destiny here and welcome to episode 5. Today we have our very first anonymous guest who will be sharing her story, Surviving Without My Girls. So tune in and listen as she takes us on her journey. My story um, begins with trying to protect my children. Um, For years they were begging me not to go to their dads and and would fight me and scream and cry for like days leading up to it, days coming from going over there and they begged me to help them to the point where one of my children would grab a knife um, several times wanting to kill herself and when I questioned her about that she would say that She'd rather be dead than to be forced to live with her dad and me, you know, she'd rather be with her granddad who had passed away a few years before. So um, I got advice from some so-called professionals that said that I had to um, go to court and get um, less time with their dad and get the girls heard and everything. So I did that. In hindsight, I wish I never had, but I was faced with the dilemma of, will I wake up one day with my child dead Um, and having to walk into that. So um, we fought hard and I had full custody of my children for a, um, a year and a half. And then all of a sudden lost all custody, all rights to my children, and they now live with their dad. It's been two years, nine months um, since they've lived at home. I'm not allowed any contact with them, and they're not allowed any contact with my family, the people they grew up with. Um, And so my journey has been about self-discovery, learning to live without my children and surviving, and some days are harder than others. Um, Some days I don't want to be here because I feel that not being here would be so much easier. Um, But then a little um, voice inside my head tells me to keep going, stay strong and work on myself to be a stronger person for my children when they come home. And I pray every day that they will um, and that I can be the strength they need because once they learn the truth, um, they're gonna have to go through a whole lot of new emotions to deal with that. And I have to be the one that will help them through that, I guess. Um, Because what they're living is not the reality that is a normal situation. And um, I guess, 
it's been something I've we've all had to deal with and um, learn how to come up with coping mechanisms and to strengthen ourselves to get through this time. They will be home one day and um, and hopefully we can just pick up where we left off and be mother and daughters. I have twins, they're 16 now. Um, so one day, one day is a day closer. And that's how I have to be, um, I have to tell myself and in my head I've taught myself that they're on a holiday um, and eventually they're going to come home and um, yeah, things will be a lot different because none of us will be the same people we were those years ago. Um, but hopefully our relationship can be um, picked up and built, um, rebuilt, sorry, and um, we have a better relationship. We were very close back then, um, but obviously external factors were involved. A family therapist was involved who was very racist and prejudiced, um, didn't like me standing up for my children or myself. Um, and when I question things um, I was basically told I was difficult to deal with and clinically challenging because I asked questions and I knew it wasn't the right thing for my children but um, yeah I'm not sure what happened there but I was labelled as a mother that was going to kill her children which I would never do um, Obviously, this woman didn't know me enough to know that I'd never do that, but you could ask any of our family and friends that it wasn't something that ever crossed my mind. Um, and my children don't didn't just tell me, me as their mum, they told other people because they were crying out for help and nobody wanted to help them. And they also told the, the court system the family therapist and the family report writer, they wanted to live with their mum, they were scared of their dad and didn't want to live there and they got ignored. So in Australia, most children are sent to the perpetrator um, because the system doesn't like people standing up for their children and being protective of them when they try to say that their the best interest is for the children but none of this has been. And so I've been doing a lot of work on myself and I've met a lot of lovely people along the way obviously that I've meant to meet, um, people that have stood by me that I know that I can rely on to help even just to listen to me or just to take me to like a beach or whatever just to get out of the house or whatever. Um, and I've lost a lot of friends along the way. Obviously, people that can't understand that this is not a normal situation and they don't want to be involved because they don't know how to talk to you. They think they, you're going to crumble. I have had moments like that, but I'm a, I'm a very strong person and I don't always crumble. Um, but, yeah, um, and that's basically my journey and my journey is to stay strong to bring those girls home and know that they're very much loved and missed wow i think you said you know that you don't always crumble 
but it does happen. But the thing is, if you do crumble, that's okay. Hmm. Because it means that you're releasing it from yourself instead of holding on to it. And yes, most importantly, you are human. And this is a massive testament to be going through. I mean, I feel frustrated on your behalf just from what you're sharing because I'm thinking all of these things and individuals and professionals in place are there to help protect systems there, help to protect. I'm lucky I've not had to go through any of this kind of journey before, but to think that are they there to protect? Like it's hard to hear it when you think, you know, if all of these people are saying, and obviously if it's one person, well, that's one thing, but multiple people backing up the story of the children yeah I don't know because it's yeah really hard to know that and you can't do anything because once they say it Mm. well what is there to do but the one thing that you can do that you have done and you're still doing now is looking after you and getting a stronger resolve in yourself for when your girls do come home to you which yeah I think that you are so much stronger than you realize that you are you definitely are Um, One of the questions I did have, which I didn't have written down, but I'm going to ask anyway, is you mentioned about, you know, finding different ways to cope. And you said about, um, you know, whether friends come and pick you up from the beach or like that kind of support. But what kind of things, is there a couple of things you might be able to mention to others who could be potentially in that same space of what they might be able to do when you don't have friends in that around you? Like Mm. what kinds of things have you done that's helped you um a lot of my journey has been alone even though people say they're going to be there for you they actually show their true colors and aren't so you do learn to cope with certain things on your own um even if you do have friends that will take you places or or whatever but um some of the coping things that i've dealt with is joining like women's groups um, to help learn their strategies. Um, I went to a psychologist to get help dealing with stress and trauma. Um, and a lot of people won't admit to that, but you have to do it because at some point because it's a lot of burden to carry on your own and try and manage your way through it. Um, I also have gone to... Um, people that are healers that help me heal myself Um, and I just I take myself to the beach and just sit there and contemplate life and just you know sit there and um, watch the ocean and swim in the ocean and and do things like that and get out of the house or and some days some of that healing is just laying in bed watching Netflix Oh, Netflix is good. <laughs> and I was eating lots of chocolate to get me through. Um, so, but I've also, this year, I've decided to um, actually live my life, which I haven't really been doing the last few years. Yes, I've been there showing up, but... Existing. I was existing, yeah, surviving, I guess you could surviving. say. Yeah. But now this year, I've decided, you know, get on, on a health kick, um, change what I'm eating I have exercise and been exercising more meeting new people and hopefully this year maybe 
um, I get to find love for the first time in a long time, you know, and just look after myself and keep going. And, and for people that may be going into the similar situation or something like that, one advice I could give you is look after yourself because without you, you can't, if your health is not good, you can't function properly for other people, like, you know, for your kids or whatever. But also um, stay strong, stay true to you. Um, you know the truth. So you just keep fighting that truth. And whether people try to silence you or, every, or what, whatever they do, which is what they tried to do with me, you keep fighting you know what the truth is so you keep going and you keep keep um showing up and you keep um keep that strength going and never give up because there's so many times that i've wanted to give up but then i think of my children again and what if what happens to them if i give up you know so that's one a little bit of advice that I could give other people that may be about to head down that path is keep fighting, keep strong and look after yourself as best you can. An amazing message and story and we've only got a small glimpse of it today. Thank you so much for sharing part of your journey and being our first anonymous guest on the podcast. I truly appreciate your time. Um, I think one thing I was excited to hear, which I'm, besides the next exciting thing is when you tell us that you get to see your daughters, obviously, but you know, when you said maybe there's an opportunity for love in there, I think I'm very excited for you because the fact that that's even on the horizons when, from what you've just shared, I don't think that would have been on the cards at all before. But I think it's because of the different um, coping mechanisms that you talked about and supporting yourself, you know, um, finding those groups that resonate with you for those support and strategies really has helped you and the healers and, you know, even the psychologists. So obviously, like you said, there's a lot of um, stigma around people. I don't want to go and do that because mm. that means this. Like, never mind about what anybody else thinks. If it's going to help you on your journey, that's all that matters. So you can be the best version of you because you deserve that. And look what's coming from that. Yeah. Is these possibilities are now opening up because you're starting to love you again. And that's what it really, really comes down to, even through this darkness. So thank you very much for sharing your light. I really appreciate it. You're welcome. Thank you for inviting me to share it. You're welcome. <laughs> If you were going through something similar, I would encourage you to reach out, whether it's to family and friends or another organisation to get secondary advice. There are also other organisations like Lifeline, Headspace, or you could jump onto Google and type in free counselling in your area. You don't need to go through these things alone. If you would like some advice from the interviewee on today's show, please feel free to message us on social media. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook at the Solitude Project. 2020. Thank you for listening to the Hashtag Hope Wall podcast with your host, Destiny Davies. Check out our messages on Hashtag Hope Wall via the solitudeproject.com.